1: Vent. This is Vent Weekly, a
0: collaboration between Vice
2: and Brent Twenty Twenty, London Borough of Culture.
1: Well.
3: Yeah. Area, think, Let's get cracking. Suprina. Niradine.
1: Vent Weekly.
3: So I am Muslim.
1: And I'm Buddhist and Hindu.
3: And religion is a pretty important thing in both of our lives.
1: But being young and religious isn't always the most straightforward thing. Being around people that are also young and also share the same belief and faith as me is how I navigate being religious and also kind of remaining in a community environment.
2: I think navigating
4: religion in the UK can be quite a confusing time. However, you just have to remain yourself, follow what you believe in, and there are plenty of people out there in London as it's such a diverse place who uh, believe in similar or the same thing as you, and you can
0: connect with them and you know, discover your religion as much as you like. I feel like being from somewhere like the UK more so somewhere like London, which is a very multi-ethnic and diverse city, which has people from hundreds of different religious backgrounds, makes it easier for someone to really navigate their religious journey.
3: Today we're joined by Rough Edge's host, Ruby and Elijah, to talk to us about what it's like to be young and religious in an increasingly secular country. Could you guys introduce yourselves for us, please?
4: Yeah, so my name's Elijah
3: and I'm 20 and I'm a Christian.
2: And I'm Ruby. I was raised a Christian and raised in a Christian family. I'm also 20.
3: All right, guys. So, would you be able to tell us a bit about Rough Edges as a po- that the podcast you host?
2: Yeah. So we kind of just started Rough Edges as like a little introduction to Christianity. Just me and Elijah just talking and um, pretty chilled. It's kind of just an insight into our thoughts, our faiths, thoughts, in, and mm-hmm. how we like adapt them into our life,
1: sort of thing.
3: So, how faith and the youth culture kind of intertwine, basically, you're kind of bringing that. Bringing that to everyone's attention now, yeah.
1: So, Elijah, could you just say, when did you start this podcast and why did you decide to start it?
3: We started the podcast
4: during the pandemic, actually, just towards the end of the lockdown. I've known Ruby for quite a while, and um, Ruby invited me to her church a couple of years ago um, because we went to the same school. And we started to realise that, like, in this world that we live in now, that everyone's just focused on, really, money, materialism Mm. and sex. And there's not really... Mm like a foundation for people to put their life on. So we just wanted to share our views and make it known that, like, to be a Christian is not to be looked at as weird or to be a person who's, like, I don't know, strange because they follow a religion. I think we started it to share our views to the world and also to just convince people that there's more to life than what is shown to you.
1: What are some of the topics that you have covered in this podcast and what have you found?
4: So we covered insecurities, how people deal... with with like being confident in the world and like what they put their emphasis on we spoke about whether or not anyone worships a god or idolizes something in the world okay. And like if they idolize something does it have much true value to it we did testimonies right so like people who are christians would come on to our podcast and they'd share their stories mm-hmm. and like get like yeah. a deep insight of faith and christianity with them so, that's a sum of what we spoke about on our podcast.
1: So, why do you think it's important to talk about your experiences as young people who are religious? Like, why should we speak about it?
2: One thing for me is that I don't think of my faith as like a religion, I think of mm-hmm. it as a relationship between me and God. And that's how it's kind of different it's not just rules and you follow things and you've got to do this and you'll become a better person. It's actually like connecting with like the person who created the whole universe. That's why it's like, Mm -hmm. um, it, it takes your mind off earthly things and it puts your mind on like heavenly things
1: and things that are out of this world, which is kind of exciting. Elijah, do you feel similar to Ruby?
4: I do. I think it's also an alternative way of living your life to being a Christian, you're called to be a light in the darkness. For us to talk about our faith, you know, that's a great introduction for people who who might be suffering in life or going through hardship, that we can show them what Christianity
3: is about and bring a relationship to Jesus with them. One um, topic we wanted to bring up uh, was navigating identity. So how you identify yourself whilst being a young and religious person. So in terms of friends and family and being social, well, I would ask you guys for personal like experiences. How would you say you navigated through that?
4: Um, I really began my journey when I was around the age of 17. That was when I really gave my life to Christ. And that was when um, I started yeah. following the Bible as such. But prior to then, I did find it difficult as I had the beliefs and the faith of the Bible. People looked at me differently for going to church. And people had like a misconception Mm -hmm. of what church is like. I think people think that church is you sit on pews and you pray and it's just like a traditional, ordinary fashion. But really and truly, it's a relationship, as Ruby previously just said, with God. People have mixed views on me being a Christian. And I feel like Mm. if I'm looked at as differently, then Jesus was that example as well. People looked at him differently and didn't like him. He went through hardship and persecution too. So, in a sense, if I'm trying to aspire to be like him, I feel like I'm on the right path.
2: And like you said about being light in the darkness, is sometimes you're challenging things that are really normal to like um, being a teenager or going through school. Everyone's like having sex or whatever, and Mm. then I'm there like, actually, no, that's not my thing. That's just not my thing. And people will mock you in the moment. People will be like, "Oh, that's so weird why you like that," or "You're such, you're so frigid," or whatever. But then I think people will hold a respect for you for being different to the world. Whereas everyone else kind of just says they are the same, they do the same things, but people respect the fact that you have the confidence to be different because I think that's so hard in this world to be different.
1: No, I was just going to say, even the fact that you brought up the example of, like, sex, especially in this generation, like, and people saying to you, oh, why are you like that? Why are you doing that? So... To even be able to, like you said, have that confidence and that willpower to just be yourself and not get influenced by other people. I think that's really admirable and that's something that people I know struggle to do. And especially at a young age when you could be influenced by everything. And it's quite easy to be influenced by everything. I think my one was more not when I was young, but at university and especially because I lived out for three years and that really tested like who I was as a person and what are my own beliefs and what do I believe in? So I definitely think that you're obviously going to have so much test and trials and tribulations, but I think when you have your faith guiding you, that's that's something that will always just be there. A lot of my friends are Muslim and Christian, and I think for me as well, because like I said in the beginning, I'm Buddhist and Hindu, so it's very hard to explain to people how are you like two religions? But I always say to people that like, Buddhism and Hinduism is very intertwined and Buddhism is a way of life and how to like live your life but most Buddhist people don't believe in God whereas me and my family we're very like we believe in God a lot like we're heavily like God fearing so I think we're kind of different in that sense so explaining that to to my friends and them also understanding and wanting to know more about my culture is really nice because I think having that openness with your friends and having that acceptance is really good like what are some of your experiences with like friends that have maybe different faiths to you or different cultures to you or maybe don't even believe in God at all? Like, how how did you approach that? Elijah, did you want to answer that first?
4: So, in school, for me, I had a lot of... So, um, I, I grew up in Hamlets and so predominantly it's a Muslim area. So, I went to a majority Muslim uh, populated school. And yes. within that, I realised that, you know, we had a lot of debates, a lot of arguments about what religion is right. And like yeah. what religion actually has, holds weight on in terms of following. Um, and for me, it was like there was a mutual respect there. Mm-hmm. But it was when it came to the arguments and the disagreements that we had within school, there was no like common ground. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I think they were like some of my best days in school arguing about it. People. One thing I realised about Christianity and Islam, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. in a lot uh, of uh, mm-hmm. senses, in terms of their beliefs, in terms of the scripture in, in, in both the Quran and the Bible. So it's like, I always wondered how come we could never come to um, an agreement on some of the stuff that we argued about. One thing I realised is that at the end of the day, we were all very welcoming and we all kind of mm-hmm. yeah, we all kind of followed the same principles in a sense, because yeah. a lot of
3: it seemed to be relatable, even though we had a lot of confrontation with it. I would like always pose the question to people in my school or just myself. I just think about it and ponder where and why did everything get to where it was? Like, how was everything made and how was the world, the world you get? So like, I've, I've always had those thoughts, but never thinking that it's anything other than God. Like I've never, ever had to, or second guess that, This world was created by God and everything that's on it, land, nature, is all God-given. So having, not arguments, well like disagreements with people that don't think the same thing. People have very alternative explanations. Hold
0: up.
3: No, I don't see myself as religious I believe that I
1: have a relationship with God and I believe that religion can
3: be kind of harmful to someone that wants to have that relationship
4: I do not define myself as religious Uh, I just feel like I believe more in myself, in my spirituality, in my energy, in the direction I'm going and what power I have here on earth
0: I don't really think about what happens afterwards Being religious differs from person to person and one person's Religious may be completely different to another person's religious. There isn't a single barometer that we can all uh, measure levels of religiousness on since it's a very personal relationship between that individual and whatever it is that they believe in.
1: Why do you think that the UK is becoming increasingly non-religious? Because I feel like even though we're all quite religious right now in this podcast, still I feel like the majority are quite non-religious, especially at our age. And just the role of everything that plays at the church, edu- education and the stereotype that elderly people are more religious um, than the younger population. So what are your views on that?
4: I think social media plays a massive part in this. I feel yeah. like convenience also plays a massive part. So, for example, we can pick up our phones and we can order things like in the click of our fingers. Mm-hmm. And- yeah i think with having a faith and having a relationship with whatever god you choose to believe in you have to have patience so i feel like we as young people are very quick we want everything now we live in the now generation whilst before the old lot they have a lot more or they had a lot more time on their hands to be patient read the bible nowadays i don't even think we read as much as people used to because we have our phone mm. Touch. And yeah. also I think um, materialism in terms of
3: goods and like consumerism in terms of mm-hmm. looking at things that we want. Just to add on to that, Elijah, I feel like it should be more convenient for people to use their phones to pick up a Bible, to pick up a Quran, or whatever religious scripture that they have, because the apps should make everything easier to get. Like there should be a lot of religious apps. Like I use Muslim Pro um uh, which is an app which allows you to go on the Quran, tells you prayer times and stuff. So could be used for good reasons, but again, you're right, like the the, the youth in the UK are not really trying to delve into that. They want everything quick as, as you said through materialism, just being huge consumers. It's it's a weird world.
2: And even going back to the question of why this country's becoming more secular, I feel like even the church, like what people think of the church is so messed up. Like what people have done in the church, like priests and how they take advantage of people and all these horrible stories, it really would put you off Christianity. And like to anyone, it would put you off faith. Like I guess the same as like Islam, if they get like um, a bad name. Yeah. And then that's what people presume
1: the whole entire faith is like. With me and this question, because like I said, I've been very vocal that obviously I believe in God. But when it comes to religion, and maybe because that's my personal experience, sometimes I obviously I believe in God wholeheartedly, but sometimes I find it difficult to believe in religion just because of some, some of the teachings that I read and I hear, especially With my religion, I think, because when I read things and my religion is very intertwined with my culture. And, for example, our priests can only be males, like they can't be females, like priests are not allowed to be females. And sometimes it even says that when a woman is on her period, it's seen as impure and they're just dirty and they're not even allowed inside the temple. Whereas I feel like with me and my views, because I see God in such a, as a lo- loving figure, I just doesn't correlate with me. And sometimes, like, for example, the way that girls dress and stuff, sometimes people have like their religious opinions on that and everything that's going on. Like sometimes I find it difficult because I believe in God, but sometimes with religion, I feel like, did God actually write this? Did God actually say this? Or is it is someone saying that God said this and it's getting lost in translation, if that makes any sense. Everyone believes in something. It's what you put your belief in. You can make anything like your idol.
2: Idol sounds like a real foreign religious term, doesn't it? Like something yeah. mm-hmm. or maybe on your, like in a shrine or something. But really like the smallest things could become your ultimate. So where does your mind go when you're not thinking? So when you're, if your mind goes to like, oh, I really want uh, a husband or I'm really, really hungry. Like, even, like, food, if you're, like, self-indulgence could be, like, yourself could be your idol. Netflix would be your idol if you just want to get home, watch Netflix. That's what you keep thinking about. Like, if that's your ultimate, like, goal in life, that's your God, basically.
4: I think everyone, like what Ruby said, has a God, in a sense. I feel like I can also be a victim, even though I'm a Christian, Um, and i'm following jesus that sometimes i cannot prioritize that and i can put maybe my phone first or instagram or maybe Mm -hmm. i can like even forget to pray at night
3: everybody is practicing that Mm. i have to say is there's no way you can be the perfect form of your religion um in a day or go from being a normal person to the most religious person the next day like it will take steps and even if you do miss out on a couple of prayers or you miss out on, um, like, a couple fasts if you're Muslim or not going to church a couple Sundays, like, that does not make you any less of a Christian or a Muslim or your religion than, than you are because you are practising and you've put your time and effort into it. And maybe, cool, we have no actual slip-ups, but you'll fix up on them later on and you'll become the strongest, the strongest person that you can be.
2: Even on that note, like the fact that we are never going to be perfect. We're never going to be the perfect self or like yeah. the older I get, the more I realize how messed up I am <laughs> and how big God is. Like I learn things mm-hmm. more and more as I get mm-hmm. older and older. And I'm just like, well, I'm never going to, I'm just like more and more far away from being who God wants me to be. But that's the thing about like following Jesus is that yeah. you're allowed to not, you're allowed to just be like a failure because he makes you new <laughs> in a way. Like, um, yeah so like every day like he's like forgiven everything isn't it like jesus um that's what me and elijah believe he's forgiven everything so everything like he knows that i'm going to sin in the future he knows what i'm doing tomorrow he knows that i'm going to sing the next day it's just the fact that it's already been dealt with and i've got to be so grateful and i'm so thankful for it that's how i like you've got to live your life it's like well i've messed up again but god you still love me like yeah
1: i love that you say that because I feel like people have this stereotype that to be religious, you have to be perfect and like you have to do things a certain way. Exactly. Whereas I just feel like, like you said, God loves me and God knows. And in my religion, we believe that things are already written for you. So whatever's supposed to happen in your life, it's it's already there. So like God already knows what's going to happen. and And I like how you said that because... It's a stereotype that kind of makes people push away from God and push away from religion because they think, oh, well, I'm, I'm sinning, I'm doing all these bad things. But yeah, I think when you find the love of God and sometimes people have to go through things to find that, like something really negative. And I know it shouldn't always be like that, but sometimes it really helps them strengthen their relationship, if that makes sense.
3: So in terms of your podcast, guys, um, how was the response to it? Like when... Uh, You guys put it out. Did you guys kind of know that you guys were going to get a good response or did you just put it out there hoping that people will connect?
4: We didn't expect the response that we had towards our podcast. We had a lot of non-believers tune in and share it on Instagram and we were quite surprised. We got a lot of good feedback on it. People were asking for it to be longer. People giving us different feedback on how we could improve it. And um, overall, I think it was a good
3: response that we got. They are hearing a different perspective, man. That's that's what they want to hear. I'm not going to lie. They need to hear it. They need to hear it.
1: So is this podcast going to continue?
3: Yeah. So
4: for now, we've just taken a short break um, until the September term starts. And then we're looking mm. to kick it up um, and, and let it be running um, until... Whenever. Love that.
1: So to finish, what is your favourite thing that you've learned since making this podcast? Mm. I think I like how open people are now. I think people,
2: because we've started a conversation, people feel comfortable about <coughs> having the controversial, like, talks with us. And and they kind of know what me and Elijah believe. and they have that as a basis so they can, like, debate with us or be like, oh, I didn't know you believed that. That's really weird. I don't believe that at all. So, But that's, it's still really fun for it to be a conversation between not just me and Elijah but everyone that listens
4: uh, for me I think people have become more acceptive as I got older to things and I realised that through putting like my views out on my podcast and like realising that like what the perception of what they believe I was is actually fine because people actually are interested and want to listen
3: thank you so much Ruby and Elijah for coming. oh my gosh thanks Elijah. for having us thank you. for having us thank you. it's so good we have been enlightened today.
1: So, Nooruddin, how did you find that that podcast?
3: It was enlightening because, like, I've never really ever seen a religious podcast before. Like, it's really innovative, in my opinion, and something young people nowadays need to hear.
1: I feel like, especially as young people, like I said, we don't speak about enough, but it's really nice to hear it from another perspective like another religion i love learning and hearing about other religions and their faith and what they think so it's nice they're bringing awareness to that and showing that
3: thanks for listening to vent weekly i've been nuruddin
1: and i've been suprena and thanks a lot to elijah and ruby for coming on you can find rough edges now wherever you get your podcast
3: this episode was produced by the vent production team jess lawson Amelia gill maweed majid And Ollie Ethington.
1: Bent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent London Borough of Culture 2020. Hold
0: up.